Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to the New Books Network. My father was also a Swiss guard, and when I was a young boy, he told us a lot of stories about his time, about stories from Italy, from Rome. In 2013, following his father's footsteps, David Geiser enlisted in the Swiss Guard of Vatican City. He was Catholic, Swiss, unmarried, and had finished his national service. Today, 10 years later, he is happily married with his first baby on the way, and he's a successful chef with his own cooking studio and TV show. He reflects back on his years at the Apostolic Palace in Rome on Almost Good Catholics. Welcome to Almost Good Catholics, usually a conversation about theology and apologetics, though today we are talking more about religion and culture. I'm your host, Chris Odenitz, and I get to ask interesting people about the big questions. And I invite you to email me at almostgoodcatholics at gmail.com. Today, I am honored to speak with David Geiser, who used to be a Swiss guard at the Vatican in his 20s. It's the oldest and smallest army in the world. And currently, in his 30s, he is a chef, a chef de cuisine, and an author. His books include Buon Appetito, the Vatican cookbook, the Vatican Christmas Cookbook, and also the Lenten Cookbook. He has recently opened his own cooking studio in Wehrmatzfeld, Switzerland, near Zurich. He also has a beautifully produced cooking YouTube channel called His Cooking Time, and I tried out his yellow curry recipe from the channel last week, and it was delicious, and my family loved it. So welcome, David, to the show, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Chris. It's my great pleasure. so it's morning here in California. It's afternoon in Switzerland. Uh, would you tell us a bit about your childhood in Switzerland and was the Catholic faith a big part of your family experience? Yes, I had a beautiful um, time as a boy. Um, I have two um, brothers, Simon and Benjamin. And uh, yes, in our family, it was always that we prayed together before we we eat for example or before we go to bed and yes i had really a wonderful um time and my whole life is 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 perfect i'm very happy i have a wonderful wife soon we get our first baby so oh congratulations thank you thank you so i'm very very happy and thankful for all these chances and all these moments which i had yeah now did you um how did you get to wish to become a vatican guard is this a common desire among the boys you knew growing up yes my father was also a swiss guard and when i was a young boy he told us a lot of stories about his time, about stories from Italy, from Rome, about her duties, about the Vatican, of course, also about the Pope. Um, he was also there 1900, um, 
1981 on the 7th May or I don't, I'm not sure which mm-hmm. date in the May on May, the May 13th or something like uh, that. Yeah, May 13th, right? The attempt um, to the John Paul II, and he told us also a lot of stories about um, this sad point in in the Vatican. And yes, it was always a dream. And when I was older, we went also to Rome. I saw all the guard. I saw the Vatican uh, with the connection to my father. We 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 had the possibility to see all the uh, things inside the Vatican, the garden, um, the Swiss guard. And yes, after this moment, it was clear for me to go one time to the Swiss guard. And after um, 18, I decided to make, um, uh, yes, an apprentice like a chef. Mm -hmm. Made these three years, then I went to the army and then... It was clear to go to Rome, to the Vatican, to the Swiss Guard. And this is a very special role, reserved only for Swiss men. That's right. Uh, Is this because Switzerland is always neutral and so not politically involved in in all the games of the big countries? That's right now also a point, but I think it goes back to the story, uh, to the history, and... 1500, um, um, 1506, we had the Sacco di Roma, and all other guards from from the Pope went away, and only the Swiss fight till in the dead and um, protect the Holy Father. And from this point, um, the Swiss guard or the Swiss people was always the, 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 the most close army, the most um, bodyguards from the Holy Father, from the Vatican and from history. Is this like it is today? And I think it's important that Switzerland is neutral today, but it's not the point that we are um, the Swiss guard and that that this um, duty is only for, for Swiss people. It's from the history. Okay, I did not know that. And I'm a historian. <laughs> I'm okay. a historian of Spain. So I know this, this uh, Sacco di Roma, the sack of Rome is from the war between Spain and Charles V and Francis right. I of France. And there's a very long and bloody war. And the French and the Spanish fought over Italy. And because of uh, one of the Spanish commanders had been killed and everything went a little crazy. And so they sacked the Vatican in 1527. It was very shameful and a big, big problem for Charles V. And it actually, this this terrible sack led to uh, sort of a renewed friendship between the Pope and the Emperor uh, because of because of that embarrassment, but I had never heard of that that story. So thank you for explaining that. Welcome. Um, now Switzerland also has an unusual tradition because, uh, which we know here in the United States, where we talk about guns all the time. In Switzerland, am I correct that every man has to serve in the army, and then every man has a, a rifle at home that he keeps very securely, uh, just in times of need. So sort of every every Swiss citizen is also a citizen soldier is that true yes it's more or less true um every 
men should go in Switzerland to the army, but not everyone can go. If you have something um, that you don't feel you are um, enough, strong or something like this, um, you don't have to go. But everyone, every man has to go to the recruiting day. Mm -hmm. And there we have a lot of tests, sport tests, psychological tests, um, seat tests, uh, 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 two days only tests and if a doctor um, think this man is not um, um, yeah, ready to go to the army then you don't mm -hmm. have to go but all other men have to go to the army and if you don't go and say um, you don't want to go or something then you have to pay every year and mm. it's also then not so easy to um to leave the army because it's yes more or less you you should go or you have to go that's right okay and switzerland uh, even though we think of it as a small country it's not that small there's eight million people in switzerland so um probably you know a million young men or so and yet there's only 135 guards in the vatican if i'm correct about that number so is it a very um is it a very difficult selection process? Are there far more candidates than positions? Yes. Um, you have to ask to go to the um, Swiss card. It's not that... Uh, it's like a normal job. You have... Also, from, from the Swiss, we are in the Vatican a, a, a police, not an army. Because mm. it, for a Swiss person, it's not allowed to go to another country, to an army. This is for... Forbidden. So, in our rules in Switzerland, is the Swiss Guard not the army or not the smallest army from the world? We are a special. Um, we are special cops, special agents uh -huh. like this. We are a police, police. Um, yes, a police. Yeah. And if you want to go, you have to, um, at first to write a letter that you want to go, then you have to do a lot of things, you have to be Swiss, you have to be Catholic, you have to be a minimum size of 1 meter and 74, you have to do a lot of sport tests, physiologic tests, IQ tests, um, and on the end, if all is fine, you have one day um, with the commander in the Switzerland, with the other selection, and the commander look all these young boys or young men, and if he is agree with all, then you go to the Vatican, and in the Vatican you have again six weeks or seven weeks recruiting school um, with a lot of things, train again to shoot, train again to fight, um, learn. Italian, um, learn the important people, um, yes, learn how to um, walk in the uniform and all these mm. things you, you learn in these six, seven weeks then after, after, yes. Yeah, okay, so 1.74 meters, everyone knows in the world, but in America, we don't know that. That is about six. five foot eight, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, this five... So, so not an army so much as a police force or rather a secret service and a palace guard. Yes. And 
Um, are the, this training six to seven weeks? Is that in Switzerland or are you already in Italy? Uh, a part is in Switzerland um, and the rest is in the Vatican. Aha. And what are you training for in addition to using your, your um, you know, weapons, perhaps firearms, but also you carry these very large halberds, these uh, yes, Renaissance these, weapons. And... These halberds, they are not a weapon in, in the Vatican or for a Swiss guard. This is only a presentation. So mm. a lot of people think maybe we will train to fight with them or uh, anything like this, <laughs> but this is impossible in a time today with guns and other weapons. Yeah. So we are also at first we have the training in the in the Swiss army. Everyone have to mate the army before you can go to the Swiss guard. So mm -hmm. everyone should or have to know how to shoot, how to fight, um, the normal things. But then we have again much more trainings. So again with the pistol, again with uh, other fire weapons, um, again train to shoot again train very important to fight or to defense and also very important first security um, we have on the peter square for example on the audience um, a lot of people for for emergency sees like um, um, problems with the heart problems with the oh. sun or something like this and so you have also um, know how to to help yeah like first aid yeah first aid yeah okay so that is that the main problem is you know uh, some an older person standing in the sun needs your help or are you always on the lookout for um some suspicious persons or it's, possible it, terrorists and that sort of thing right it's not our um our duty to help at first the people or old people which are down or something but if you are near and for example the pope is not here and it's before the audience and we are still ready and someone near to you needs your help you should also know how to help for the first one two minutes um, after um, maybe the ambulance or what else um, will come to help and on the square you have also a lot of um, people which are for there for first aid but you should also know a little bit how it works or in an emergency if something um, um, or a terrorist if you if you have problems or if you have to shoot or something you should also know how you can after help your um, comrade or maybe other people or something so it's important to train also the first aid it's one part of a lot of parts which oh, you yeah. should train or which you have to train so we everyone knows the swiss guards by sight because they are dressed in these beautiful renaissance uniforms that are made mm -hmm. of yellow and blue and orange striped cloth with uh, red feathers on on the on the helmets um but are you also in plain clothes, sort of moving secretly among the people as well? Or is that not part of your job? Um, at first, it's important to know this is only one uniform. We have different uniforms. Um, we have also one like a police in blue. We have um, the suits. Um, 
the, the Swiss guards near to the Pope, for example, if the Pope is in the Papa Mobile, make his Giro on the square, um, the people in black really near to the Holy Father, they are also Swiss guard, but they are not in this uniform. Um, and all the people think, oh, this is maybe a secret service or bodyguards or what else. But this is also the Swiss guard. Or if you see picture with the Pope in the US with maybe Trump or Obama or something, also the Swiss guard is there, but not mm-hmm. in these special uniforms. Um, y- yes, uh, in a normal suits like an and the secret service or something like this. Yeah, and did you uh, travel yourself with the uh, Holy Father? We no, I was too young. After I was only two years there, and mm-hmm. for um, travel and other things, um, yes, this is a privilege for the older Swiss guards. Yeah, and is it normal that you leave after two or three years, or are you encouraged to stay? How many people stay a long time? How many people the, stay a short time? The minimum is two years, um, and uh, I would say 70 person go after the, three, uh, the, the two years. Then as third year, um, make maybe, again, 10% and the other 20% they make a career in the Swiss Guard. And if you um, rest a third year, you can make a diploma for an international security. Um, and a lot of people go off to, to the police or, or to the army in Switzerland. And so you can need this um, third year or it's a big point for your career for me it was clear to go back in the kitchen or in the gastronomic <laughs> so and i wrote this book and with the, all the tournee and travels and all this it was for me not possible a third year to make a third year and i had my um, girlfriend in switzerland and i promised her to come back and she's now my wife so yes um yes I, yeah, she For was me, waiting. It was always clear, <laughs> right? Two yeah. years to go. Yeah. Did she come and visit, or did your parents come and visit, or your brothers while you A were there? A lot of time. It's yeah. with the airplane, one hour. Yeah. More or less. So it's not far away. With the car, it's also possible in eight hours, eight nine hours. So it's. It's far away for Switzerland, but for Europe people or for U.S. people, right. I think it's really near eight, nine hours in a car. Right. That's like for me, that's like going from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's very close. OK, um, so do you have uh, interesting stories? Did you see any uh, plit, uh, occasions where you had to help someone in need or stop some troublemaker or things like that? Yes, of course. If you are two years um in the Vatican as a Swiss guard, you have a lot of situation which you have to help or some strange people or people they think um, she are Jesus or Petrus or uh, have to go to the Pope and it's very important or other people they, they try to go in the Vatican with power mid force i don't know oh yeah to force their way in with, without permission yeah without permission and then you have to stop or to fight is maybe the wrong um word but to fight with these people um or yes to defend the entry or something this is normal it's not <laughs> daily normal but in two years it's 
yeah. one, one, once a month maybe or what yeah I, I would say yeah and are they just um sort of too enthusiastic or are they really Norm crazy or are they up normally to crazy uh, normally yeah. um too enthusiastic too much fans also on the square if also young people jump um about the barrier um mm -hmm near to the pope normally this is they are not attempts maybe they are sometimes 10 or 12 or i don't know <clears throat> but on the end in a time today you you know yes you don't know maybe they have something so you have to be always even if it is a kid or something you have to be ready and to protect and yes if Yeah. If you uh, have to use something, you have to use something. It's it's the job. Yeah. Did you get injured? Did someone uh, punch you in the face or things like that? Yes, I get also one or two times something like this. Oh no! <laughs> um, I was what this weekend as I was thinking about our interview. I watched a documentary film from National Geographic called Inside the Vatican. And they okay. showed that there's some 20 to 25 kilometers of tunnels underneath the Vatican. Do you go down there and look for suspicious things? I saw, of course, a lot of things. And um, you're right, in the Vatican, you can see a lot of things. Also, for example, the way from the Vatican to the, to, I don't know, to the Castel D'Angelo, uh, uh -huh. Castello D'Angelo, yeah, exactly. Um, for example, this secret way um, you can walk this way. Of course, only if you if you know someone or um, if you have a permission, not for a tourist or something. But um, yes, um, and also our caserne is is near to the wall or also part of the wall. So um, it's daily business. Yeah. Um, did you get to speak with the Pope at all? Did he stop and say hello? He's all in, in on, you know, on television. He always stops and shakes everyone's hand. Did you have a, you know, stand guard over over his chambers at night or something like that? And did he do you have any Pope yes, Francis it's, encounters? It's different from your duty. Sometimes you you have the possibility on one day to shake four times with him the hand mm -hmm. and have a, a small talk or other times it's possible from your duty that you are on the entry or i don't know in the palace or something and you see him two weeks not so it's very different um, different and every day is another day and uh, every day is another program so every guard We'll see the Pope, every guard have an audience with the Pope. Also, if he go away, you have an audience and all. And the rest is a, a little bit more lucky or unlucky. But you see him a lot of time, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And is it different? Or were there anything about him that, that surprised you that, you, you know, that nobody else would know that you're like, wow, this is... Very interesting. I learned something more beautiful about the Holy Father than I would have imagined or anything like that. Of course. Also in a night duty, for example, if or in the morning at four or five when he stand up, if you have the first meeting with the Holy Father and you're the first person you in the morning which speak with the Holy Father, these are very special moments. About, but I don't like to speak 
too much about this because I okay. think this is not for um, this is a big privilege and you don't um, should um, um, say this in the whole world. Um, yes. So it's yeah. a little bit private. Okay. Um, what are some of your f favorite things about your duty there? What did you enjoy most? Difficult question. Yeah. <laughs> um, my free time when I go to eat pizza in a room <laughs> with the <laughs> friends. Okay, tell me about the, the free time. First of all, how much time are you on duty and how much time are you off duty? Is it sort of 12 hours on, 12 hours off or 8 this, hours on, 16 this is off? a question which I can't answer because all about duty and okay. is, is secret, but I can say it's like a normal job, like a normal police job, for example. If you have duty, you have duty and mm -hmm. You have to be ready. You don't should drink anything. If you have free, for example, in the afternoon, if you are free or in the evening, you can go um, out. You can do what you like. You can go to your room and look t television, for example, if you like this or play a game. I don't mm -hmm. like this in my free time in Rome because I think this is a little bit sad, but other, other uh, Swiss guard like this. I yeah. loved to go out to see new places, maybe also with the car away to Napoli or I don't know, um, out of Rome. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, you have all three times important. Normally you have to be in before midnight if you have duty um, before six. And I think this is more or less um, right because this is only six hours um, rest and uh, maybe five hours sleep. And if you should be on the next day ready with weapon and all these things, it's not right. I think if you go, for example, for party out yeah. till four in the morning and on <laughs> six, you should go in the, in the, yes, on your, your, make your job. And this is the only point where you are maybe not so free but for example mm -hmm. if you have on the next day free you can also rest um longer than midnight out that's not a problem yeah and these are 20 year old young men so maybe some of them want to stay up late and sleep all day and yeah yeah did you go often on your trips by yourself to napoli to naples or did you go with you know some new comrades some i, some I went friends? a lot of time with friends to the sea because mm -hmm. you are in one hour, 40 minutes with the car um, by the sea. So, yes, I love to go to the sea or to, to other places. Long trips like, for example, Napoli or, the, or other big countries, you made this one time because if you went to Napoli, you look the city and you, you don't go one week later again to Napoli and look again the same city. This, um, I made this always one time. Yeah. And sometimes we have also three days um, rest and we can also go out and don't have to come back. So we can also make a longer trip, for example, to go to Sicilia or, or something like something in the south or something in the north. This is all possible. Yeah, and it's um, like a normal job. And if you have free, you are free. And if you have to work, you have to work. And you sleep in a caserne, like in an army. But it's not like an army. You have to stay twenty-four hours on the um, army 
area and you can't go out maybe to drink a beer out but only three hours and then you have to go back even if you have free you can leave the vatican in the morning and came back in in the back in the night this is all possible yeah and uh, from that same documentary film i watched last weekend they made it look that the that the guards enjoy going to the gym and playing sports and they of also course. have a, a music room that to play That's music also right yeah um, i play music i played piano but um you don't need this for for uh for for the swiss guard because yeah. you need um instrument which are easier to transport and to, <laughs> this is, so i was not in this group yeah, is it the Swiss Guard who play for the Holy Father? Play the anthem of Vatican City and things sometimes, like that. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, um, and uh, um, what do you do when you're standing very still for very many hours? What What do you think about? Are Are you praying? Are you Are you sort of thinking about uh, cooking? Are you dreaming of Switzerland and and your future wife? Uh, what What are you thinking about when you stand so still for so long? Also. At first, you made this normally only the first three, four months, the young people. Mm -hmm. After you, if you get your um, tests and all, you make other jobs. And so these are the young um, Swiss guards. And you don't train this. If you have your first day um, and you make this the first time, you make this the first time you didn't train this. And it's at first you think maybe, wow, this is crazy to stay one hour <laughs> or two hour and very difficult. But if you make this, it's not so difficult. You, you think about so much things, these hours um, or the hour days very fast away or if you out for example it's only also a lot of people think the swiss guard make only this um, stay and don't speak only two guards stay um, on two entrance this is important all other swiss guard in the duty make other things but the whole world think um, uh, that this is the main duty from the swiss guard to mm -hmm. stay there so again only on two entrants, one person and one person stay with the hellebard there. Really, and that's amazing. I had the, that's exactly what I thought. I thought you most of you were standing as as very visible guardsmen for much of the day and night, but not so. Just a couple. No, no, and in the night, nobody stay um, with the hellebard. It's not only a, a honor to the Holy Father. This uh, we we call them Ehrenwache. I think the name in English is Honor Guard. Honor Guard. Okay. On this position, you see so much. For example, on the entrance from the um, Peter's Church, um, all the people go down and make pictures, and they want to make a good picture from the Swiss Guard. And every ten minutes, um, someone for most from Asian with the camera is looking and focus the Swiss Guard and don't see the steps and fall down, for example, <laughs> and. The, so so much things so this hour is so fast and mm -hmm. it's not so difficult and you think about so much things about your life about um, about uh, kitchen in in my um or about uh, yes about things for example even what you can do better or um for you or yes yeah yeah the, like a medi med meditation 
Yes, and your um, your thoughts wander, and the brain is a big and mysterious place. So, so that's that's super interesting. Does that mean when you're standing as honor guard, is that the only time you wear the very colorful uniform, and everyone else is not? No, no, no. This not. No. Uh, um, for example, also on these two entrance, um, you have a. Uh, a, a, a chef or not a chef a, 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 a sergeant a sergeant or something yeah. it's not a sergeant it's also a hellebardier but a, but a posten chef a, a, the chef of aria yeah the right the, and in this is, case we would say chief it's it's funny about english because we we think chef has to do with the kitchen but it's just a french word that means chief or boss okay yeah. yeah, it's it's the chief from the area, and yeah. this chief can move. They can speak with the people. They can also make pictures if you like. Um, sometimes you don't like the tourist, and again <laughs> the tourist, and again the same question. So maybe it it seems sometimes that two people um, stay there um, in silence, but this is um, not true and maybe only because you don't want to speak or to move too lot. But um, only this, and a lot of our other, other entrants um, with the cars or something, you are else in this beautiful color or in the palace or on other positions. Yes, it's not so- only these two. You have the freedom to, you know, to 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 shake hands with people and smile and take pictures with children, or because you know there are there are, for example, the guards outside of the, uh, in England, for instance, outside the palace, they're not supposed to move, or or we have something like that in Washington where, the guards who are standing by the the tomb of President Kennedy, like they're not supposed to move or blink or show show a facial expression or anything like that. Not right. so for you. And this is not this is not in the this is only these two. Um, Hellebar, with the Hellebard for the honor uh-huh. and all other can move can make picture if it's possible you are the chief from this area if you think you can control your area and you make picture and it's possible then you can make picture I made always with um, with kids yeah um, picture and if you think hey it's too much and maybe you know uh, some important people came soon and other things then it's better you don't make picture because if you start to make picture all when all all want to make a picture and you have to on the end you have to control your post and this is your duty and how you make this is more or less your choose Oh, so so interesting. Okay, and uh, you you're Swiss, right? So you speak German and French and Italian, and obviously you speak English. And everybody can come and say, "May I take a photo?" And or nowadays they would say, "May I have a selfie?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so, okay. Um, so two years probably passed very quickly, and you were ready to go back and be a chef and uh, see your family and then your fiance. Do you wish it were longer? Did did you? Did you have a, a desire to, to stay or no? It was, I think, of course, about a third year, but I promised to go back. I had, I love my um, my family here, my, my wife, of course, my friends. I missed all them. So it was, it was clear. And when I was back, maybe one or two times, you think maybe it would be cool to make the third year or something and also get your... Um, honored medal and mm-hmm. um, you get then also a medal especially yes. um, but I have here a beautiful 
life. I have my own uh, cooking studio, my TV shows, all. Um, and this is also the point I went to the right time. And I mm -hmm. have here also a beautiful life. And I'm very happy about this. Yeah. And so what do... Did you um, keep many friends from that period? Do you know, you know, your your comrades from from those two years? Do you stay in touch with them? Do you know what what of happened? Of course, to them? Um, I stay in touch with them, and I have a lot of good friends. The point is, after your time, they go also back, and they they are in the whole country on different places. So, for Switzerland, it's very far away if you go in the with the car one hour mm -hmm. or if you drive one hour with the car so um, because it's so mountainous or because you everyone stays close to home yeah everyone is close and uh, one hour with the car is for a swiss guy um a big diff uh, big way uh -huh. and two hours <laughs> it's very big and three yeah. hours it's like holiday or something if you go to your holiday house or to Italy or something. So three hours is very uh, far away. And so if the friends are um, in, uh, on different places, it's also a little bit difficult to have a lot of contact, of course, with the mobile phone and call and WhatsApp. But on the end, everyone work, uh, everyone have her own life, maybe family, kids and all. And then it's also a little bit difficult to see them a lot. And also my job um, is, is, is a job which I work a lot of time. So it's not always easy to have enough time for all the friends. Right. Okay. So, and you became uh, um, a famous uh, cook. Your friends, what did they become? Did they become teachers or lawyers or gardeners or bartenders? A lot, or... A lot of um, goes, how I told you at the beginning, to the, to the security, for example, to the mm -hmm. police or special security or army or something. And the other, yes, like teacher or like, yes, normal jobs. Do many become priests, for example, or, or brothers? I would say not many, but from 100, maybe one or two. Okay. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. And do you have reunions? Do you get together uh, and, you know, see each other's families and see each other's small children and yes, talk about we have, times? we have, um, like, groups, former Swiss Guard groups, for, for example, from the region of Zurich one, and then you have, a re yeah, different regions. I would say we have maybe 20 different um, um groups and you you meet only the group um, the people in these groups this is mm -hmm. switzerland yeah yes. and are there special clubs you know where you got get together for a beer on the first sunday of the month or something for like example, that or? yes yes yeah. yes yes absolutely and i think that's a magical part of everybody's life where you know you're you're in your early 20s and you know many people go to university or many people go to the army or other kind of service um and they have, you know, they make friends and it's just a very formative time. And then you go back to your hometown and, and you go back to normal life. Mm -hmm. uh, did it increase your faith? Do you find yourself to be a more faithful Catholic having served in the Vatican for two years? I think so, yes. 
Well, those are all of my questions. And David, I am so, so pleased to meet you. Welcome. And I learned so much. I thought I knew <laughs> and I learned so much. I learned so much from you. So um, it has been a great honor for me thank to, you, to talk with you this morning and um, well, this afternoon in Switzerland. And thank you so much for being part of Almost Good Catholics. Yeah, and I was very glad when I saw the picture from your kids making this curry. Yeah. Um, this was great. Yeah, okay. And Greetings uh, to your kids. Uh, they will hear it. They will hear it. Your, your, the recipes, I want everyone to check out this um, your YouTube channel. I'll put the link in our notes because the recipes look wonderful. And there's many Swiss, Swiss dishes and uh, traditional European dishes. And um, m- my wife doesn't eat red meat. So all these like things with beef and pork, I was like, I have to find something that we'll eat. So, so we made thank the chicken you, curry. You. And, it was, and it was the, you, the YouTube con- um, channel is only a little bit for us uh, to, to show a little bit, but we don't have time for all. So the most of my part, um, I show on my Instagram page. So Okay, I will put that too. On the end, I love all my recipes because when I don't like one recipe, I would not create it. Um, I love, for me, private bread, fresh bread, good bread with butter. This is for me (laughs) the best. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, David. Welcome, Chris. Have a nice time. And yeah, all the best and God bless you. Amen. Nails, spear shall pierce him through the cross. Be born for me, for you. And hail, hail the word made flesh, the babe, the son of Mary. Chris Odinitz and David Geiser recorded this episode on Monday, August 30th, 2022. The same day, Mikhail Sergeyev Gorbachev died at 91, a man whom we credit, along with a handful of others, such as St. John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, folks like that, with the peaceful dissolution of the Soviet Union. Rest in peace. It was also the feast day of three Spanish martyrs, Saints Pelagius, Arsenius, and Silvanus, who died for the faith in the year 950, not far from the Benedictine monastery of Santo Domingo de Silos, and that stained glass window of the dog that is the logo for the podcast from www.english.op.org. Our music comes from Josh and Margot of the Great Space Coaster Band, gscoasterband.com. I'm Chris Odinitz. I'd love to hear from you at almostgoodcatholics at gmail.com. I thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing.